been a while. Cut a fella a break. It's been a while. It's been a while. Let's twist again. Oh. Like we did last summer. Mm-hmm. Let's that's, twist again. That's our audio setup. That's right. Just twisting stuff that's until right. it works. <laughs> Headphone don't work. Just <laughs> twist it. Put a little twist. Who's that? Fats? No. You fats over there? That's Chubby Checker. Fats Domino. No, Chubby Checker. <laughs> I don't understand how you get them confused. Yeah, how did I mess that An up? An overweight guy with a game in his name. <laughs> it's, it couldn't be any simpler. Chubby Checker. Obese Poker was my favorite. <laughs> I was always a fan of Rotund Parcheesi <laughs> myself. Ah, uh, the Italian. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Rotund really Parcheesi. <laughs> yeah. He gave it an Italian bent. <laughs> Let's uh, twist again. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, you like that? It's pretty good. It's very good. Yes, to Ve- twist. Yeah? <laughs> Again. <Yeah. laughs> Wait, so Chubby did both the sequel, the twist, and the twist again? Yeah, of course. What did Fats Domino do? Uh, he did, um, uh, uh, I found my thrill. Oh, that was Fats. On Blueberry. No, he Hill. did the Richie Cunningham. That's right. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. Okay. And he did and walking in New Orleans. <laughs> that was also Fats. I'm walking in New Orleans. Oh, hold on. I'm having a heart attack. I can't walk anymore in New Orleans. Fats should have walked a little more around New Orleans, <laughs> seems like. I'm surprised to hear he made it all the way up Blueberry Hill, to be honest with you. I mean, it's pretty steep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just rolled him down. They just rolled him down the hill. Yeah, that's yeah. all you got to do. Yeah. Fats, Domino. Fats. Back in the day when you could just say... You can make your nickname Fats Domino. What you chubby were. Chubby Checker. Right, right. I see your Fats Domino, and I'll raise you a Chubby Checker. <laughs> this is crazy that I just, I never really thought of it before. Yeah. It's I just didn't a either. name for a fat guy and a, and a game. Right. This, this is endless. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lardo Pachinko. <laughs> what's going on? Lardo Pachinko. <laughs> That's pretty darn good. Right? Yeah. 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 Tubby Pinochle. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Tubby Pinochle. Tubby Pinochle. That's a, one, that's a good one. All right, well, that's really good. I'm going to go with Tubby Pinochle like for that. now. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm sticking with Rotund Parcheesi. <laughs> Rotund Parcheesi's not bad. <laughs> sure. Well, are you going to tell the people what we're doing? Oh, right. No, I'm not. Has a little to do with names. Yes, it does. Which is how we started. That's a good point. Yeah. Well done. Nice well, segue. Thanks, buddy. Uh, welcome everyone to Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite Schlepisode. <laughs> You're a source for talking about fat guy names and games and stuff <laughs> or something. A better way to twist your audio cables. <laughs> and today we're doing a schlepisode. That's our new name. That's what we're calling them. Minisode. Forget that. Fuck that. They're not short. They're yeah. not small. There's nothing small we about don't, them. We haven't, we, they haven't been small in t- two years. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think one we did was like 20 minutes yeah i think like the first one and even then i was like that's too short right <laughs> i got more to say <laughs> yeah so, totally so we're, we're changing the name to schlepisode so we're just gonna take a schlep around let's be honest it's a bit of a schlep that's right it, right it will be yeah for sure and today we're going to talk about uh, i don't even know how to describe it it's a it. jumble it's an idea that is a jumble it's but it makes a sense of a ramble once you hear really. it it's hey, like there's no word for it's it it's like a church jamble but a it's jumble, a concept a we can all get behind right that's right yeah so it well, why am i talking like this now i did it because you said jumble <laughs> and it made me think of a it's, it's, a a, it's like a, a church jumble, jumble. 
is what it is. We're selling everything from the basement. It's like a church jumble. Church jumble. But that's not what this is. I loved his second album. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not what this is. We are attempting, endeavoring, uh, setting out to talk to you all about roles that never were. That's right. Roles that could have been. What could have been. Um, particularly starring our group of all-stars. Right. Who could they have played? But branching out therein. Yes. Yes? Yeah. All right. So There it is. Schlepping. So, <laughs> so basically. you see what we're talking about now. So it's like roles that they have turned down or they weren't available for right. but were offered right. and that kind of thing. Or, yeah, kind of worked on initially and then bailed. There's right. a few yeah. of those. That's right. That's, yeah. Which is also fun to think about. They are fun to think about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then there's a uh, it, this must happen all the time in Hollywood. It must be crazy out it's, there. It's it's a bananas, right? Yeah. And we love these stories. Yeah, well, and yeah. why there isn't like an uh, an all encompassing? Maybe there is. I don't know if that there is or there isn't. Like an all encompassing collection of these stories somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, there should be. And I mean, even just in the in you, looking at the film Glengarry Glen Ross, there's a ton of them. Ton of them. Like the actual 1992 movie. Who's in? Who's out? Right. You know who was a who was gonna be who? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. There's totally. a whole bunch of that. In fact, did you know? Oh, here we go. James Foley himself, <laughs> the director. Yeah. Initially turned down the opportunity to direct this film because he said he couldn't see how it could be anything other than filmed theater, and he thought that would be boring. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So he initially was like, "Nah, I don't think." So. Turns out he just did film theater better than most people do. That's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he, you just needed to not think of it like that. That's right. Yeah. He brought a new. He, he did. He, he turned his head around on it, which is good for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like well, we'll get some rain in here. <laughs> a lot we'll get of rain. Some donuts. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll call it a day. They don't have that in the theater. <laughs> you can't get that on stage. Rain and donuts. Fuck you. But you can have raining donuts. <laughs> now there's a show I want to see. Yeah, for sure. Raining donuts. For sure. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, how do we how do we begin? I was thinking about how rain and donuts was Tubby Pachinko's <laughs> second single. <laughs> it's raining rain donuts. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> it's raining donuts. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. How do we start? Well, here's how I broke my research down. Okay. I did it by salesman. Perfect. So I have all the roles that Al could have been in and wasn't Uh or, you know, should have been in but didn't and blah, blah, blah. And a lot he shouldn't have done and thankfully he didn't do. True. And then there's a few that you're like, why'd you do that (laughs) when you could have done this? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, But I guess that's a a life in the movies. That's life. Isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so I broke it down by guy. Okay. And there's a lot of fun ones in there. All right, well, let's do that. And what did you do? I don't know. What have you done? I um, uh, I have a bunch of like <laughs> Glengarry related stuff. And okay. then I have like just randos from the world of Hollywood too that might come up or might not come up. So I'm just going to kind of keep those in my back pocket. Okay. See what I'll, maybe I'll jump around myself just right. to match your ineptitude. <laughs> You don't have to do that. No, keep it. Think of the listener. Don't think about me. Think of the listener. I am. Which is why I came prepared. Well, you said Rando. Yeah. Which made me think of Rambo. Oh. First Blood starring Al Pacino? No. Yes. What? It was almost a thing. (laughs) Which would mean this year he'd be making Rambo Last Blood, which is coming out very shortly. Could you see that? 
<laughs> no, because no. I mean, I don't know how much. Because they aged differently, didn't I, they? I know Al is older Al. than Sly. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But maybe 10 years. Maybe. Yeah. But still, this would, that would be. Yeah. That's. That yeah, would yeah, be yeah, something. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Talk to me about One of Rambo. those movies that had a number of director star configurations attached to it before finally making it into production. Martin Ritt wanted Paul Newman to do it. Oh. Sidney Pollack wanted Steve McQueen to do it. Wait, wait, wait. Sidney Pollack? Sidney Pollack. Was attached to direct Rambo? Fuck yeah. That's wow. a Rambo I would have loved to have yeah, seen. Yeah, that would have been interesting. That, come on. The, the, the Rambo was good. Rambo's good. Rambo's a good movie. I can't say I've ever sat through it. Well, then you got no judgment here. I guess that's true. Do you? But it's not. we're not talking about Rambo. We're talking about First Blood. And Does that have Rambo in the title? That's, I can't remember. It's First Blood. Just yeah. called First it's Blood. It's just called First right. Blood. Okay. Right. John Rambo. Right. We all know <laughs> the, Rambo. Yeah, I mean, right. But then it became the Rambo franchise. The Rambo franchise. Thereafter. Right. But the first movie actually had some something to it. It had some substance. Right. Yeah. It right. had and it had like some uh, this is what we're doing to our soldiers kind of thing to right. it. And it was more of that, less of somebody emerging from a lake in slow motion firing <laughs> an AR fifteen at a thousand rounds a second. Right? Also great. <laughs> Did you see how cut up Sly was in the third Rambo, man? He was all cut He's up. He's got the headband. <laughs> the headband and the long fucking hair and muscles everything. muscles rippling as the machine guns fucking, hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> and to see Pacino doing that would have been just the best. Rising in slow motion out of the water. Say hello to my little friends. Here come the pain. Take it, take it, take it, take it. Uh, there is, uh, let's see, what do we have here? There's a quote here by the writer. There is a kind of violence that excites an audience and makes them feel like it's a lot of fun. Mine was not that. But unfortunately, that's what it turned into. Uh, Pacino eventually opted out because he wanted Rambo to be more of a madman. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is kind of crazy. Yeah. So Martin Bregman was the director attached with Rambo. I don't know what else he's done. He's done a lot. He's yeah. fairly famous. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. And and then he left, and then Al was like, well, I'm out. Rambo can't be the madman I want him to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm out. I see Al's take on it, because he was he was in that famous play um, on Broadway, the David Rabe thing about the guy who comes back from, from Vietnam who's all fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, the yeah, Secret yeah. Life of Pablo, whatever. I can't remember the whole title. But David Rabe wrote the first Blood screenplay. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe that's how they, he was. Totally. He was thought of. Well, doing. look at you and that. look at that. How about that? Yeah, that's why I guess the first one has a little weight to it. A yeah, little, that makes perfect a sense, sense of drama. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to see this. I didn't know that David Rabe had written. It's this really screenplay. good. Okay, I gotta watch it's it. It's really good. It's it, not at all what you described that we saw in the second and third and fourth and right. fifth Rambo's. Right. 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 It's really. It's got some heart to it. I'm gonna check it out. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's good. That's awesome. All right, you go. You go. Me. Uh, Do you have an owl-related one? <laughs> Uh, I do have some owl-related ones. Some of these I can just burn through. Should I do that? Uh, yeah, do that. Go okay. ahead. And then I'll jump in if I find something. Okay. Well, here's here's a quick one. Oh, there we go. I have a, I have a couple Bernie ones too for Al, but the of course the he was the first choice to play uh, the Richard Gere role in Pretty Woman. Oh boy. With, <laughs> directed by Gary Marshall. Oh boy. Opposite, I guess, of Julia Roberts. You would imagine. Although sure. there was someone else who originally they were looking at for that role too. Uh, yeah, 
I don't know what I don't know how to feel about that because I despise that movie so much. But half of it is because it's Richard Gere, so maybe yeah, I like it more with I, Al. I mean, I definitely I like it more with Al, but it's still not a good movie. It right? feels creepier with Al for some reason <laughs> to me. You know what I mean, like it's already a creepy movie. Wait, like, wait, wait. Guy, why? Guy hires prostitute, decides he falls in love with prostitute. Sure. I mean, it's it's all kind of what weird. Wait, how'd you meet your wife? What? That's not how it happens. <laughs> I mean, like, that part of it is a little exactly. like uh, rose-colored glasses about yeah. the way life works. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. It's a little strange, but and uh, you think that gets worse with a with Al <laughs> with a Pacino? Hello, hello. Okay, uh, what do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> well, Richard Gere has this sort of charm, this sort of really laid-back charm about him. Yeah. I think not unlike a cardboard box <laughs> or a frying pan. <laughs> Same kind of laid-back charm. Now I have worked with him personally I myself. Know, buddy. I very, know. he's a very nice guy. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not here talking about what kind of guy he is. <laughs> talking about what kind of actor he is. I know. I like him actually. You do? Screen. I do. Yeah. What have you liked him in? I like him in a lot of stuff. I like him in uh, Officer and Gentleman. I think he's good. <laughs> Officer and Gentleman. It's <laughs> <laughs> all one word. <laughs> Officer and Gentleman. An Officer and a Gentleman. A officer and some medicine. <laughs> <laughs> really? You like Richard Gere? This I do. is baffling yeah. to me. I do like Richard Gere, I have to say. But yeah. not Pretty Woman. Uh, no, I've never seen, I've never bothered with Pretty Woman. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> that's not worthy of my time and it really, attention. It's, yeah, everything's going against it in terms of a movie that Bill would have seen. Yeah, totally. Like when it came out, what it was when it came out. The right. whole, yeah. yeah, the whole deal. It's not, yeah. not, it's not, not on your radar. It's, I'm not the target, so I'm just going to steer clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's terrible. I'm sure. Uh, but people love it. Sure. So, yeah. But it could have been Al, huh? Could have been Al. That's fantastic. And I guess he would have been much shorter than Julia Roberts, I'm <laughs> guessing, which would have been interesting, too. A lot too. of apple boxes <laughs> on that set. A lot of... Yeah, I mean, I, I think wise to go gear. Yeah. As much as I think Al is a superior talent. Yeah, a better actor. In that movie, I probably would go gear. Sure. Romantic yeah. comedy. You got Al and gear. Yeah, plus we gear. want the housewives to come out. Like, That's Al's right. not necessarily pulling down the housewives. That's right. Richard Gere housewife. pulling him down. Is <laughs> a housewife magnet. I mean, are you kidding me? I'm not kidding In you. In the 80s? I'm so serious. Please. Right now. I Please. think women went pantyless to see that movie, <laughs> I would imagine. Because what's the sense of ruining a pair that day? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dickie Gear. So Al was supposed to be in Lenny. And this starts a, a massive amount of crossover between Mr. Justin Hoffman and Mr. Oh, Al Pacino. Lenny, yes. They, they are Directed were by, sort of interchangeable as far as Hollywood was concerned. Directed by Bob Fosse. That's right, Bob famously. Fosse. Famously. He right. spent years, almost decades on this movie. Yeah, well, part of that was spent thinking Al Pacino would be Lenny Bruce. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's a, have you ever seen Lenny? Sure. It's a crazy movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's bananas. It is. It's like a dancer directed it or something. <laughs> It really is like uh, you, you kind of get into the fractured mind of of the character because the whole thing is just presented in blips and snatches and just yeah. like craziness. It's yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Really interesting movie, though. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Valerie it's, Prine is great in it's it. It's good. It is I good. I did not like it. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not a go-to. Yeah, no, it's you not. Know? Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough watch. It's a one and done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you got to see it, but then once you see it, yeah, you can retire it. That's right. Yeah, nothing to go back to really. This one's fascinating to me, and I just I literally can't stop 
crossing the two in my head, but apparently Han Solo was supposed to be played by Mr. Al Pacino. That's right. <laughs> and <laughs> laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> like I can't. I don't know how. It, I don't know how it works. I don't know how that works. I don't either. I don't, I don't know, either. You know what I mean? I mean, in '77, uh-huh. you know, we got ourselves a young Al. This is sure, sure. He's not quite. So he's still he's still up in here. He's yeah, he's not heat kind of Al. Laugh yet. it up, fuzzball. That's right. You know not, what I'm saying to you? He's not heat out. Am I yet. talking to you? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, that's right. I am. That's it's yeah, still. I still can't still make weird. it happen. Yeah, it's still very weird. Still can't make it happen. There are there are so many actors who were uh, ahead of Harrison Ford for all of these things. Like we talked about sure. Tom Selleck right. and Indiana Jones right. before. Right. And Han Solo was the same thing. There were a whole bunch of other whole people. bunch of Han Solos. Yeah, slated. Who, and Indiana Jones too. That George Lucas didn't want him to play Indiana Jones because he already had him in Han Solo in Star Wars, and he didn't want people getting the franchises confused. Sure. And he wanted to kind of sure. start a new thing. Real so problem. he was resistant. Real yeah. problem. <laughs> Clearly something to worry about. Yeah, he was resistant about using him, or um, he didn't want him to be as, ri- as rich as him. I don't know what it was, but he was trying to keep him out of indiana Jones. well that's fascinating yeah the, i have a quote from al about the star wars great, thing great he said it was mine for the taking oh yeah i see that i saw that but i too, didn't yeah. understand the didn't script and the script <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking star wars dude they were light sabers <laughs> what <laughs> what is this shit and what the, the old man turned into an empty cloak? I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> Who wrote this? I don't understand. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was funny too. But like Al, you know, he's like, you know, he's rooted in in the theater, and it's yes. like that that kind that stuff was a little bit far afield for him at the time. Yeah, yeah. And you could totally understand that. I, there's a very similar quote from another actor in another fantasy type movie. Great. Um, and that was, did you know who the original choice was to play Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies? Don't know. Our friend who played Malone, Sean Connery. Oh, yes. I did hear this. Was the first Years choice. ago. And he said the same thing. He's, that would have been weird. Yeah, it would have been, been weird. He would have been great, for sure. I, yeah, probably, eventually. Yeah. And they offered him so much money to take the thing. They, they offered him $6 million a movie and 15% of the box office after he first said no. <laughs> and, he was, <laughs> and he said he didn't do it. He said, I, I, I read the book. I read the book. I read the script. I saw the movie. I still don't understand it. <laughs> but the thing, like, you don't have to. No, it's money. Just <laughs> say say the stuff in this robe. That's right. That's it. Just stand here. Say this stuff in this robe. He would have made, according to the the figures, he would have made over four hundred fifty million dollars. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But didn't understand it. That's crazy. This is all Al stuff. There's a lot of it. I want to let me just quickly run through the the uh, the. It was Kramer versus Kramer was also a, supposed really? to be a Pacino. another Dustin That's Hoffman right. another one. Dustin Interesting. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Uh, yeah. Um, he he read the Pacino read the script. He said. Uh, eventually deciding it wasn't right for him. There were many times in my life, quote, when I didn't read what was being offered to me. Sometimes I can smell something that's not right. I had a feeling it wasn't for me. Couldn't do it at this point. It wouldn't have been useful for me. Yeah, I, I don't like the font. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Times New Roman. Not for me. Not for me. No. <laughs> so it's uh, one guy versus the same guy. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> This, the paper, it just smells funny. I don't know what it is. The script, it smells a little, I don't know, it's moldy something. I don't know. It's something. I don't get it. I'm allergic. Get it out of here. 
crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, I, this one, this one really, I can't, I literally can't imagine it. Apparently, he was supposed to be the Paul Newman role in Slapshot. Really? Yeah. No, that I can't see either. Yeah. I mean, he must have been offered every movie during the like late 70s, early 80s. You know, they must have been just giving him every Yeah, let's see if Pacino will do it. Yeah, exactly. We might as well run it up the flagpole and see if Al yeah, yeah, it yeah. smells good. Yeah. Slapshot. Slapshot. What? Yeah. And now that, that one was apparently one that he feels like he should have made in <laughs> retrospect, which is even funnier. That is even funnier. <laughs> right? I mean, do Italians play hockey? <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine it. You know what I mean. I don't. If I was a bigger hockey fan, I would yell out an Italian hockey player right now. But I, there might I not be one. Yeah, there might not be. There one. might be some, but I, yeah. I. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, a couple of other ones from Al since we're just here. Yeah, Born yeah. on the Fourth of July. They were. That was an Oliver Stone mill film right, right. written, but not directed when it first hit production houses. And Al was going to play the Tom Cruise role. And then, that, and then 10 years later, it, when Came Oliver Stone around. made some other stuff, he went back to that script. Gotcha. Because so, he could direct it now. Right. And of course, he worked with Oliver Stone on Scarface because Oliver course. Stone wrote that. Yeah, so, of course. So there was probably a connection there. Yeah. And he was like, hey, yeah. do this movie for this me. We can, we, can, we can push it through if you're in it. Yeah. You isn't know, that, that crazy though? Born on the 4th of July. He would have been amazing. Again, it's an, it's another guy coming back from guy coming back from Vietnam yeah. trying to you know get his life together. That was that would that was happening a lot. Yeah, <laughs> in the seventies sure and eighties, it sure was a was. big focus. Yeah, um, Beverly Hills Cop for Al. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. What? So here's here's what here's what I learned about this. Before it became a showcase for the comedic stylings of Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop was a much edgier crime thriller that at different times was offered to Martin Scorsese, David Cronenberg, among others. Plenty of big-name actors besides Pacino turned down the role of Axel Foley, Mickey Rourke, Sylvester Stallone, and Jimmy Kahn among them. Wow. Isn't that great? That is that's hilarious. <laughs> they, they thought about Mickey Rourke, Sylvester Stallone, James Kahn, and Al Pacino, and then they went, mm, let's get Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been great to see Nick Nolte <laughs> and uh, Al in in the scene together, and but thankfully we kind of get it in that, in in Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. You th- can get your fix. That's right. You were thinking about Forty Eight Hours, perhaps. Oh, Nick Nolte was not in Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking about Forty Eight <laughs> yeah. Hours. Yeah, I know you were. <laughs> goddamn, oh. pay the fuck attention for two <laughs> seconds in your goddamn life. Right, Beverly Hills Cop. He's kind of going around by himself, and it's got Judge Reinhold and whatever. That's right. Right, okay, That's I got right. it. Judge um, Reinhold and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. The I, first I'm one's with great. You it's a fun romp. It's great. And then they get a little, it gets a little away from them. Sure, sure. But you know, that's what sequels are. That's right. Right? Um, <laughs> remember we talked about that movie Snake Eyes? Yeah. Yeah, the, well. The Brian De Palma film with Nick Cage. Instead of the detestable Nick Cage, <laughs> it could have been the very likable Al Pacino. Now that. You love it. <laughs> it would. I mean, Nick it Cage was, is pretty off the chain in that movie, <laughs> with the snakeskin jacket and everything. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, seeing Al do that would have been pretty. Yeah, it would have been like Heat Pacino. Like he would have yeah, just been totally. over the top about Absolutely. everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that would have been so much fun. <laughs> just like wind him up and let him go. That's right. <laughs> How much coke are you on right now? <laughs> How much is there? <laughs> 
Yeah. Ooh, so uh, I would. I mean, I like that movie, Snake Eyes. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's well, it's terrible, but it's the first, one of those terrible movies that I love. The first twenty minutes are great. Yeah. The ending is absurd. It <laughs> completely. But it does have its moments. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody okay with this ending? <laughs> 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 Seems a little far fetched. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, and then a movie called Johnny Handsome, which I had never heard of. I've heard of it, but have I've you never heard of Johnny Handsome? I don't know yeah. anything about it, but he was supposed to be in that. Uh, and Close Encounters, which is another one that really stood out. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Has he? I don't think he's ever worked with Steven Spielberg. I don't think he has. No. Huh. Apparently, close. Yeah. With the Star Wars and the <laughs> and the Close Encounters. Huh. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Yeah. That's that's all the stuff Al could have been in. I have one more. Oh, lay it on me, In fact, that he was uh, offered the role of uh, Colonel Kurtz, played by Marlon Brando, in Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Now, that would have been interesting. Crazy Colonel. Yeah, the crazy Colonel. Crazy guy going off the deep end. Yeah. I mean, Brando Brando is amazing. Yeah, he's great. He's great. I don't think I'd want to see anybody else do it. Yeah, he's he's so good. He is. You're a grocery clerk. (laughs) Sent to pick up groceries. The horror. The horror. It's Fantastic. Good. It's good. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it wrong, though. You're an errand boy. Sent to pick up groceries. <laughs> or something like that. It's a great, great I, I don't remember. You don't remember that? Oh, I, I mean, I remember that something like that happened. Yeah. I don't remember what it is verbatim. Fantastic. And, that's Droopy Dog, right? <laughs> no, it's Marlon Brando. That's Droopy Dog. That's Marlon Brando. That's Droopy Brando. <laughs> I loved him in the, when he did that twist song, Droopy Brando. <laughs> it was one of those, Let's uh, hear twist a bit artists. of it now, shall we? <laughs> Let's twist next summer like we have the other times. <laughs> He's fun. a little confused on the timeline, but other than that, I love it. <laughs> So I, I, I found that Ed Harris, not a lot of this with Ed Harris, at really? least not on the internet. Maybe, you know, maybe it happens when he's very, he's sort of Keeps closed close off. to he the vest. Does, right. You know, yeah. he doesn't tell people about these things, I guess. Right. And, and um, I guess no one's really digging into his yeah. life as much, probably. I mean, he's the perfect level of fame, right? Yeah. Like, he gets recognized, but probably not a lot. Right. Not all the time, anyway. Right, right. And uh, yeah, and he doesn't get people asking him to talk about his life all the time. Right. He's just Ed Harris. Yeah. Oh, he just does him. good work. That's right. With a lunch pail guy, <laughs> right? Shows up. Gets his nails done. Stands there. Put him in. Says the thing, gets his nails done, goes home. That's right. Yeah. I love it. Well, anyway, uh, the one the one thing that he could have accepted and didn't and regrets was the drill instructor in uh, Full Metal Jacket, played by Arlie Ermey. Oh, yes. He would have been great. He would have been amazing. Right. Yeah. When you see that and you hear it, and you're like, ah. Oh, yeah. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Arlie Ermey Ur- sure. is fantastic. Absolutely. Biggest he, ears in the business. And because that, he, it was real. that He actually did yeah, that. Totally. He was the con- he was originally the consultant on the movie. That's right. To teach people how to be a drill sergeant and what boot camp is all about. And right. then they're like, why don't you just be the drill sergeant? Right. And, uh. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was, he was great. great. And there yeah. was something of a uniqueness to his portrayal because he wasn't an actor. That's I mean, right. he, you know what I mean? Like he'd right. been around, but. Yeah. But seeing Ed Harris sing Happy Birthday to Jesus would have been amazing. Are you kidding me? Every scene. I imagine yeah. Ed Harris in every scene and I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> it would have been great. And him working with Kubrick, that would have been fantastic yeah, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, 
Another little side note, um, his his famous turn as Kristoff in the Truman Show uh-huh. almost wasn't him. Okay. So this is kind of like a little backwards thing. Okay. It was Dennis Hopper right up until two days before filming. Whoa. <laughs> right? What happened? And Harris jumps in. It saves saves the, day. the fucking day. Wow. Yeah. How crazy is that? I mean, as much as you can save a lousy movie like the Truman Show. <laughs> 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 now, what's your problem with the Truman Show? You, the guy, like guy it. just hates everything. Did not like it. You just Did hate everything. Like I know. I know. It's it's very well liked. It just I didn't. Uh, it's an allegory. I know. Are, I know. Do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, why don't you appreciate somebody swinging for the fence with that kind of allegory? <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't seen. I've saw it once. And, why don't you in find the theater and I didn't like in it. Your heart and I just, for things. <laughs> And I didn't like it. I, I just found it to be stupid. You did see it at the movie house. Though. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inter- what yeah. made you go to the movie house to see this movie? I thought it was going to be really good. Really, it looked like it was going to be really interesting and, and artsy and all that kind the of problem. stuff. You and built then, it up in your head, and you went could like, be. yeah, yeah, and I, I, I think I felt like Jim Carrey was uh, too big for the role. You know, like too, he was way over the top. He was still finding his subtlety. Yeah, exactly. There. Yeah. Uh, and it's a bit that that I think hurt it for me. Like yeah. He was if, if he had just been kind of more real and less like I'm being crazy because I think I'm in a TV show or whatever. You know the whole thing. It yeah. Was just like uh, sure. It was a bit much. I hear me. what you're saying. That's all. But he didn't know he was in a TV show. I know. You I might know, not have understood the no, premise, no. <laughs> which is why maybe you didn't like. The no, movie. Jim Carrey was thinking about his character. Anyway, never mind. Uh, I think you'll Moving find on. that th- as he discovers what has been thrust upon him, he becomes much more normal and subtle. And I think that was the point. Okay. Yeah. I think you just, you checked out. You gave up like you do too often. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a fun little tidbit, right? Ed Harris. Yeah, that is fun. Swooping How in. How about that? To put on the turtleneck. Yeah. And <laughs> it's good because it's a small role. You could, you could come in and fill that in. He's yeah. only in it at the end, really, mostly. No, he's in it throughout. Oh, is he? Yeah, okay. totally, totally. Right. Yeah, he plays this sort of ominous... Yeah, the direct director God the, figure. Yeah, yeah, that has yeah, to be yeah. checked in with right. if Truman does something weird. Right, right, right. Yeah. He's good. He's really good. He's great. Yeah. Oh, love I think the benefit there, though, is that I think most of his scenes are shot in the same room at the same time, so right. he could have just doubled up on some long days and right. caught and they, up to everyone. And they could have pasted up his lines in front of him, because he's usually looking forward like at a screen something or something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So. Yeah. I remember one super long tape take of him just watching Truman. Uh-huh. And it's just like it's just Ed Harris but like with the T V reflected in his in his eyes and glasses and it's beautiful. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> He's great. Fuck you, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> I think Dennis Hopper was um nobody said it outwardly, but he was like untenable. Oh. Like he didn't quote unquote work out yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i mean he was a crazy man yeah he went a little he batty at lots times. of drugs yeah, i think and totally, stuff like that totally. so i could yeah. see that happening yeah yeah and then you come with the stability of an ed harris <laughs> are you kidding me anchor let's make that trade all day anchor every day the, every, every, every day every twice day. on sunday that's right yeah give me ed what do you got give you head <laughs> give me ed no. jesus <laughs> this is not a platform for your perverse <laughs> desires buddy we're talking about movies. I'm sorry. I said Ed. Give I'm, me why Ed. am I apologizing? Give me Ed. I said, give me Ed. Yeah, yeah. well, sometimes you do accents. <sighs> <laughs> would you just go ahead and give me some Ed, would you? <laughs> hey, I'm talking to you. Give me some Ed. <laughs> go on. You got another one? Who are we going on to? Are we going to our, our we, we can move on. Do you have nothing? 
No. You have nothing to share about Ed Harris? No. I have nothing to share with the group about Ed Harris. <laughs> uh, you want to go Alan Arkin? I got some tasty Arkins. All right. Some let tasty me, let me kick this one off. Oh, great. You. This great. is, a, again, about the actual movie, our movie, Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh, fun. He, Alan Arkin turned down no. Glengarry Glen Ross twice. No. Yes. Because he thought Aaron O was a stupid, inherently unlikable character. Did, no. Yeah. It's true. The most likable character? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I can see how, and oftentimes in the play, he's played like a dumbass. He's just like, oh, okay, buffoon, Dave. I can see. Yeah, yeah, buffoon. Not unlikable, I can't see. True. That's I mean, a good point. that's up to you. Yeah. And then uh, obviously Arkin nails it. But. Exactly. Well, upon reconsideration, uh, Arkin created. I mean, I, look, I've said no. <laughs> I, I thought about it. Don't think I haven't thought about it. I thought about it. I still think no. He did no. He went back the third time, and he did right. the he did the actor the thing. <laughs> right, he did the actor thing, and he created a backstory for himself about Arano. Chips and, and bottles, <laughs> close. <laughs> he he thought he hasn't been a salesman for very long, and in his former life, he was a teacher by trade. Interesting. Yeah, but the school in which he worked was shut down, and he needed something to support his family. I bet so a lot we, of salesmen wind up like that. That's right. Yeah. Some uh, some other job. Some other then, thing fell yeah. through and there they are. They need money. Yeah. Um, and then Arkin says that he played Aris, Arano as an innocent rather than his usual stage depiction as a weak-willed bumbler. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't... I never saw the character like that, but that's what interpretation is. And... Uh, yeah. But once you weak-willed see... Weak-willed for sure. Once you see Arkin do it, it's kind of like... Yeah. He just nails it so hard that <laughs> he you does. Can't, it's hard to, to envision the character any other way than any how he does it. Any other way. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, he's got so much range. We've seen him do so many different things over the years and work and still as, still kind of like Alan Arkin, right. which is great. Right. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's so great. Yeah. Um, he's not like a chameleon per se. Right. He's very Arkin-ish. But he Arkin-ish. finds something that works very like very deeply in every role. Yeah, it's very honest because there's a big part of him in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so as good. we learned from your interview, one of the nicer gentlemen that's right. that she came across. Exactly, right? yeah. So that's great. Oh, that's great. That's great. It's nice. Um, so, uh, okay. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's against my better judgment, but I think I can find me if he's a teacher and I've done some work and yeah, all right, I'm in. I'm in. Tell Pacino, uh, kick him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a towel waiting for Jack Lemmon. <laughs> I'll dry him off. They'll do a pat Tell down. Harris, I'll bring my emery board. <laughs> you fucking guy. <laughs> I love it. Arkin's just cutting up on the set. I love that. Uh, Another set he could have totally cut, cut up on and had a blast with a bunch of dudes is Ocean's Eleven. Oh. Originally slated to play Saul Bloom. Who's the Carl Reiner character. Oh, Carl Reiner. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, of sure. Of course, right? Okay, like, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. That makes of sense. Of course. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. He would have been great. Carl Reiner's totally. also great. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect the way it is. It would have been still perfect. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the bonfire of the vanities. The Morgan Freeman role, the judge. Remember really? that one? Do you remember that one? The bonfire of the vanities, I do. Yeah. Another Brian De Palma movie. Another De Palma, right. Which he right. should stay away from comedy as much as possible. Probably a good idea. Yeah, what a horrible movie. But yeah, it could have been um, could have been the judge in that. Yeah, just they, they really tried to load that thing up with all sorts of stars. Right. I don't know if it was because they knew it was going to be bad or they thought maybe it might be bad, so we better have a lot of big names in this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and also because it was a hugely popular novel at the time yes. and they thought this was going to be a hugely popular film as For well sure. so uh yeah there was there's already a lot of big stars in it but uh yeah I, I, as i remember they tried to really load it up with as many big name actors as they could you gotta load it up yeah that's right yeah load, it, load, up. load it up, it up. <laughs> yeah yuck terrible movie <laughs> I'm, glad he, I'm glad he turned it down okay all right you seem to not like these movies that our guys wind up not in. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's understandable, I guess. Uh, moving on. Uh, you got anything else on Arkin? I do not. No? I don't think I do. Are you sure? No, but you know, I'm not I mean, sure of anything. There's probably a hundred stories of things that could have been in and weren't. I'm sure there were. Right? I mean, he was he's so good. I mean, you could you could really cast him in a lot of things. You could. No, I have nothing else on him. Okay. You know who turned down a lot of stuff over the years that could have been very lucrative and successful? Tell me. Mr. Alec Baldwin. Is that right? Yeah. Not that he wasn't in a bunch of stuff that was also lucrative and successful. That's but true. He, he, he could have been in some block fucking busters <laughs> and decided against it. Uh, one of which was Batman and Batman Forever. Oh, wow. I mean, I think probably choice one and one A to play Bruce Wayne in that era. Don't you think? He would have been really good. Like, the the pictures you would make with that guy as Bruce Wayne would have been yeah, comic amazing. book level handsome. Yeah, him in the tuxedo right? at, exactly. the, at the Wayne Manor exactly. hosting a party. Yeah. And then and then going down the Bat Cave and getting all Batmaned up and everything. I mean, yeah, that would have been really good. Yeah. Fake nipples, the whole deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think in those two there were fake nipples yet. <laughs> Maybe in forever. Check the sheets. <laughs> Check the sheets. The sheets? <laughs> um that would have been, except for Batman Forever. Batman which Forever. Horrible. Which is, I mean, there were, th- okay. What? None of them were great. <laughs> right? I will say I did like Michael Keaton as Batman. Sure. He was really fun. Sure. Yeah. But on some level, you're like, this guy? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, but he, I mean, he made it work. That's what made it fun. We were all fine with it That's at right. the time, but yeah. now it would be like, this guy? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, but Alec Baldwin. Oh. Look out. Seriously. And he's already like, I'm Batman. That's right. Like, yeah, he, that's right. He's already there. He doesn't have to change that at all. <laughs> that's right. You know? Yeah, he would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been Well, really so good. there was that one. Okay. The Fugitive. Oh. One of the many slated ahead of another, Harrison Ford. Another ahead of Harrison Ford. Yeah, How yeah, about yeah, yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> I don't care. What'd you say? <laughs> There's a lot of water rushing around here, and I can't hear you because you're speaking that little whisper thing you do. <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Would have totally changed that movie. <laughs> it would have. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the character, Dr. Richard Kimball. Thank you, Richard yeah. Kimball. No, right. Dickie yeah. Kims <laughs> is what they called him around the office. Around the hospital. That's right. Doc Dickie Kims. That's right. Oh, wow. Dickie. <laughs> right? That's How's right. that softball injury? Dickie <laughs> Kims. Getting better. So you got The Fugitive. We got A Godfather Part 3. What? The Andy Garcia role. That could have oh. been, been Baldwin's if he wanted it. Okay, yeah. He would have good. Right? Yep. Yep. Ghost. Mr. Swayze, right? Uh-huh. Would have taken a backseat to Alec Baldwin. Right, right. Would have been all handsy with Demi Moore around right. the pottery wheel. I heard that Bruce Willis also turned down that role. Is that right? Ghost, yeah. Even though his wife was doing the other part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that's why. That, maybe. maybe uh, that's why. I think yeah. I'm good. 
I see enough of her at home. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Two months away. It's fine. <laughs> we'll make it through, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and then she leaves to go on the shoot. Yippee ki yeah. motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, so that, that could have absolutely played into that. The Christopher Nolan uh, film uh, Memento. Could really? have could have been Alec Baldwin. Wow, that's crazy, right? That is crazy. They I probably can't see that like, at all. You're gonna have to get into some shape here because yeah, we're, right. we're gonna tattoo your whole body in it. Yeah, you're gonna be shirtless for most of the film. And he says, raising a glass of scotch to his lips, "I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> Smoking a cigar. <laughs> it's kind of why I love Alec Baldwin. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let let Guy Pierce do it. Right. <laughs> can't can't you bring in a body double? <laughs> What the fuck? I'm the head. I'm not the body. I'm the head and face. <laughs> Here's the money maker right here. It's the way you shoot it, not the way I work out. <laughs> I love it. Also, Patriot Games could have been a Baldwin. Oh, yeah, because he was Jack Ryan. He was, ja- yeah, already. He was already Jack Ryan. That's exactly. Right, yeah. A lot of people forget that. Right. right. In the Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October. The first Jack Ryan. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it was another one of those things where they didn't know they were going to make a franchise out of it because it's very different from the other Jack Ryan movies. It has yeah, a very different I guess feel, it is. I guess it does. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I I can see. I watched them all in a row a few times in my yep. life, and I, I they they track. Okay. Yeah, but it definitely. I think Harrison brings a more of a sort of an everyman quality to it. Yeah, yep. he's got that thing where he looks surprised when yeah. things are going like, on like, around him. It's amazing. Yeah, like the the ridiculous shit that is happening is actually happening to a yeah, guy yeah, who yeah. is an analyst. Right. <laughs> which is the whole crux of that character. Or an archaeologist right. or exactly. whatever. You know, yeah, right. he's, he's, or he's, just a smuggler. That's right. And he's now so he's good a, at that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Vanilla Sky. What? Yeah. I've never seen that movie. Yeah. I've heard it's not good, but... I mean, it's Tommy a, Cruise. It's certainly, a, <laughs> it's certainly a spectacle. Tommy. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I heard a story on a podcast of an actor who read for that film with Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Didn't get the role, but tells the story about how they auditioned in New York, and Tom Cruise was wearing a trench coat and a Yankees hat, like, <laughs> like the way this actor described it. He said, "Like Tom Cruise was playing the role of Tom Cruise in New York." <laughs> <laughs> no one will recognize me. If no, I wear a big. I everyone be, will recognize me. Right, if I and wear a see, I'm coat. so New York. <laughs> like that's the that's the best, right? He's crazy. The and in and in before they read together in the audition, Tom Cruise takes off the Yankee hat and says, "Let's make some jazz." <laughs> Can you fucking believe that? <laughs> oh my Let's god! Let's make some jazz. Are you serious? <laughs> that's. I believe this actor. I, I believe a thousand that percent. I, I can see that happening for yeah, sure. Let's make he's some nuts. jazz. <laughs> oh my God. Crazy. That's amazing. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. Here's a little tidbit about Alec Baldwin. Lay it on me. Relating to Glengarry Glenn Ross. Love it. So he was initially hired to play Blake, but with an agreement that if Al Pacino was unable to play Roma, that Baldwin would step up and take over the role. Early in production, it looked as if Pacino was going to be unavailable, so Baldwin actually started working on his Roma. Sweet. Only for Pacino to join the project, and then Baldwin went back to Blake. Totally sweet. Yeah. Love that. Isn't that cool? Would have loved to have seen it. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> it would have been fun if like they, they didn't know, or he didn't know Pacino was going to play 
play, uh, Roma. Right. And he showed up for work like the first day, and they're both there in the double-breasted jacket <laughs> with the with the things. <laughs> both saying the lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dueling Romas. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Why, why are you saying all train compartments? <laughs> why are you saying all train compartments? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That would have been fantastic. I love that. <laughs> or they both play Blake, too. That would be pretty fucking great. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. That'd you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> ah, can you see Pacino doing the Blake monologue? It'd oh, my be God. so good. It would be crazy. It would be so very good. different. Very different. Yeah. But also very good. Totally. Don't you think? Oh, of course. Yeah. Al Pacino. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that he kind of understudied the Roma part. Yeah, yeah. Just was, in case. Just in case. Yeah. I'm surprised he did it. You know, he, he must have a good relationship with Mamet or whatever. Oh, yeah. To, they're to clearly kind of, like, yeah, good buddies. super good buds. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of bounce back and forth like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, I got, I got, I got a few, uh, I got a few pasty doughy bastards. Okay. The, the most, I don't want to talk too much on this guy cause you know, fuck him. But like <laughs> the one that really stands out is he, apparently he was supposed to play Andy Kaufman in the man on the moon movie. Oh, he would have been fantastic. Better than Jim Carrey, who was pretty fucking great. He was pretty great. And he and Jim Carrey comes from the comedy world, right. so he kind of knew how that all works. Sure. And everything. Yeah. 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 The, I don't know if Spacey would have been as good. I really don't. Yeah, I, you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting though. He's, huh? He was such a good like uh, impersonator. He was a really you know? good impersonator. Yeah, he's a mimic for sure. Yeah. Like, so. He pi- yeah, you're right. So is Carrie. I don't know. It's great. It's great to think about. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's it's very interesting. It's kind of nutty. <laughs> it's kind of nutty, don't you think? Yeah, that is nutty. Yeah. What? Ooh, what? 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 What is it? Share. <laughs> I missed one. Alec Baldwin was supposed to play the Russell Crowe part in The Insider. Did you ever see that movie? I love that movie. It's a great fucking movie. It's a right? great movie. I would have loved him and Al Pacino would have been. Yeah, would have been so good. Really cool. Yeah. Not that Russell Crowe. Russell was bad. Crowe was great. He in was it. very yeah, good. Really good. Yeah. That's a great movie. Really good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I really, I kind of want to watch it again, like right now. I do now. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge Michael Mann fan. He's oh, like I he's am. hit and miss for me. Big like fan. some of his movies, I really enjoy. Yeah. And other ones, I'm just like meh. But huh. that one, that one, I definitely really love. Yeah. I kind of want to go through the Michael Mann <laughs> catalog films. Now. And I love. Have you ever seen Manhunter, which is the original um, Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter movie? Oh yes. Way before I did see know, that. That's a great movie too. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Which they remade years later with uh, uh, with Anthony Hopkins playing Lecter and um, Edward Scissorhands. No, what's the guy? Who's the guy? Um, the He's guy really from good Fight at Club splicing the film himself. Yeah, <laughs> the guy from Fight Club, not Brad Pitt. The other guy, Ed Norton. Ed Norton played oh. played uh, Will Will whatever his My name is. My choice to movie. play me in the movie. Oh, is that where you're gonna yeah, have? That's right. <laughs> I'd want. I I definitely want that guy he's a terrific actor he's great right? yeah really good and i think he could capture me <laughs> good luck i'd like an ed norton please it's tough that who would be got? a tough role who you got to play me yeah oh who's playing God. you in the biopic of the wine gardener the constant wine gardener <laughs> is what i would call your biopic <laughs> in that case i want rachel vice <laughs> rachel vice as bill weingardner I Fair think that enough. would be amazing. Fair enough. That would be awesome. <laughs> I love her. She would be really good. All right. Cool. So what what Michael Mann movies do you not like? All right, give me give me some other ones and I'll tell you whether I, I'll give you a thumbs up, thumbs down. Miami Vice. The TV show? 
Well, and the movie. He did the movie? Yeah. I didn't see the movie. The one with <laughs> Colin... Colin. Uh, the TV show? <laughs> the movie? <laughs> <laughs> the one with Colin... Uh, what's his name? That's right. right. No, I did Colin not see it. Farrell. Farrell. Colin Farrell. Not Firth. Right. I didn't see that. Okay. Um, what else do we have here? We got some... We got some... Oh, we got some... We got some documentaries. It's like a million Transformers movies probably mixed in there. Didn't he direct some of those? Mm-mm. No? No, that's all Michael Bay bullshit. Oh, right, right, right. You don't want to. No, I don't want to confuse those two. No. <laughs> the Insider, Heat, The Last of the Mohicans. Oh, Heat, you know I don't care for collateral. Heat. Collateral. Last of the Mohicans I like. Okay. Don't know Collateral. You don't know Collateral? No. Well, collateral's great. Oh, I got to see this. It's really good. Okay. Tom Cruise? No. Hitman. Oh, is this the one where he's in the cab driver with Jamie Foxx? Yeah. Okay. That's part of it. Okay. He's in the cab driver with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> they DP'd the cab driver. It's gross. <laughs> Let's make some jazz. <laughs> Let's make some jizz. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is that Bill Weingartner. The constant Weingartner, if you will. Well, I like Michael Mann and I like his movies. I like his movies. I think movies they're super too. slick yeah. and they, they have a lot of weight to yeah. them. Yeah, and there's always, he's always got a very interesting style that I enjoy. For sure. You know? For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, are we making a move over to Lemon? Yeah, let's do that. Making a move over to Lemon? Let's get there. The Lemon? Let's do some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. What, one that jumped off the page for me was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. What? Right. <laughs> and who is he going to play? <laughs> The the Paul Newman role. Butch Cassidy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Turned down this role to do The Odd Couple. So, oh, well, that know, worked six out. Six of one, right? For both films, exactly. it worked out great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's like when a good trade happens. That's right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it kicked off two, two well, it didn't kick off The Odd Couple, but it, it, it those, those groups of actors, so you had Paul Newman and Robert Redford together, and you had uh, Jack Lemmon and Walter right. Matthau together. So if you had cross-bred those you can't two, wouldn't, no, that, that would not work. Then no. you, you got a Mathau and a, and a Redford? A, no, Mathau and Newman. Or, you, yeah, or Redford. Or Redford, yeah, okay. either way. But yeah, you're right. That would not work. No. No. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, listen here, pretty boy. <laughs> Had about enough of your shit for today. <laughs> I love Walter Mathau so much. Yeah, he's great. Oh, God. Uh, all that jazz, the Roy Scheider role. Are you kidding Jack me? Lemon was considered to play the role, but later decided he was too old. I- <laughs> I can't see him working well with Bob Fosse. I, I, can't, I just can't see that. Or with a unitard. <laughs> right? Isn't Scheider in some dance garb in that film? He does film do some dance garb. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another fucked up Bob Fosse movie. Scheider. Yeah. He's great. In he it. is He's really amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's his my favorite thing of his. And all the women in it are fantastic, too. They play all the women in his life and all this stuff. For They're sure. Too. For sure. Yeah. But it's a, kind of a fucked up movie. Yeah, definitely. The Hustler. With Paul Newman? With Paul Newman, yeah. Again? Fast Eddie Felson. Wow. Crazy, right? That is crazy. I can't see that. It's He's like it, too well, good. Yeah, all I can imagine is there's these like old time Hollywood people, right? The old the old guard from like the 30s and 40s. And Jack Lemmon comes along and they're like, hey, this guy's really cool. The kids are going to like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And by the 60s. He's no longer. He's not. He was never hip and cool. No. He was always kind of like the goofy, nice guy. Sure. And they, they, no one knew what to do with Paul Newman. He yeah. was too good looking and scary or whatever. Handsome. You know, handsome. Yeah, and so just, handsome. That's hilarious. But the old guard is still like, no, Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. Right. <laughs> he brings in the bucks. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
and he's i mean he was great in in a bunch of dramas and who sure. knows but like it's just not his kind of thing right, right. Yeah. He's not a hustler. Right, right. Right? He was never cool. He just never was cool. Not as cool as Paul Newman. No, of course not. And who, that's a high bar. That's a really high bar. That's nothing against Jack Lemmon. Not at all. No. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Paul Newman. Paul Newman, come on. The actual Fonz. Right? That's how cool he was. Seriously. Yeah. And then Wall Street. Gordon Gecko? The Martin Sheen character, I guess. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. He was going to play the young guy. Listen to... Oh, oh the father. He's the going to Martin play the father. Sheen. Martin yeah. Sheen, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to this. So Oliver Stone apparently gives Charlie Sheen a choice <laughs> between Jack Lemmon and his dad. Oh, no. Yeah. That's How not fair. How crazy is that? Wow. What do you do? <laughs> I guess you think about what Thanksgiving will be like, and you go like, I guess, throw the old man in there. <laughs> Oliver, I don't know what you want from me. Why'd you even put me in this position? Why did you? Just he? cast whoever you want. I don't want, don't ask me this next time. <laughs> I think it was prepar- preparation for the movie where, where you put him in a position where he has to make a, ah, a, a morality decision. I see what you did there. Yeah, right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And well, see what the kid's going to do. I guess he chose wisely. I mean, I don't think Lemon missed doing that. And I think Martin Sheen is great. Yeah, Martin so. Sheen is great for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and then y- do you know a movie called Never on Sunday? Heard of it. Yeah. You have? I, yeah. I'd never heard of it, but I figured you Have might. you ever heard of the song from the movie? Never on a Sunday, a Sunday, a Sunday. <laughs> a wah, 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 wah. Very famous. No. Yeah. Does Fozzie Bear sing it? No, but it's super annoying. <laughs> just, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's super annoying just like that. It sounds super annoying. Yeah, never on a Sunday. Not just your yeah. rendition this time? That's right. Are you sure? No, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Who does never on a Sunday? I don't I just can't even tell you. Just some group of the time? Yeah. Okay. And no, I've never heard that. Yeah. So never on a Sunday, director Jules Dassin. Uh-huh. You know that name? Nope. I don't know that name either. Nope. Um, wanted Lemon to star as the Nebishi American scholar opposite Melina Mercury. I don't know who any of these people are except for Jack Lemon. Uh, but turns out director Pants just played it himself. <laughs> <laughs> this might have been one of those like Italian sex farces that were popular in the in the sixties. Remember these? There were a whole there were there were quite a few of oh, them. Oh sure, yeah. We love, as a people, we love our sex farces. That's right. Yeah. It's Sophia Loren and Marcello Mastriani and the, uh, hubba, that hubba. kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. exactly. Sure, sure. Uh, so I, I would not be surprised if it was something like that. Yeah. It sounds like it. It does. Never on a Sunday. Come on. Will I cheat on you? <laughs> but the rest of the week. We're good. Up for grabs. <laughs> um, golly, is that it, buddy? That's all I have. You oh. said you had some... Some randos. Some randos. Yeah. Some first blood randos. Uh, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> Rando first blood. Rando first blood. Rando first choice. How about that? Love it. <clears throat> love it. Here's one for Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. I don't really love it, but okay, that's okay. it's being supportive. It's good enough. <laughs> uh, Tom Berenger. Tommy B? Yeah. He wanted to be in Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Of course he did. And Who he didn't? talked to director James Foley about playing... Uh, Dave Moss. Dave Moss, of course. But Foley wanted Ed Harris. That's exactly who I would have said. Yeah, yeah. Right. Who would they play? Sure. They, he'd be very, very scary in my my. Beringer. Yeah. The way I see him doing More it. More scary than he, Harris. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you know? Why Only because of Platoon. He's so scary in <laughs> Platoon. He scares the crap out of me in Platoon. <laughs> okay. That I could see him being really like scary as as Dave Moss. All right. Well, yeah. You, ha- you haven't seen Ed Harris in Westworld. No, I haven't. You want to talk about scary, bro? <laughs> I mean, I got. I'll take this scary and hold it up against any Behringer scary you got. Wow, any Scaringer you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the all-time uh, actors returning down roles he should have played uh-huh. is Burt Reynolds. Burt, yeah, 
who yeah, he did a lot. He's in the he, Star Wars group, isn't he? He is. For Han Solo. Yeah, he was another Han Solo that. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he was offered the starring role of Randall McMurphy in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which was then played by Jack Nicholson. Uh, Bert. Uh, I know. <laughs> what have you done? He, he uh, that part, by the way, was also turned down by Gene Hackman and Marlon Brando. Gene Hackman would have been amazing. Yeah, he would have been really good. Wow. And Brando, of course, sure. was crazy sure, to sure, begin with. Sure. So he would have been good as a guy yeah, pretending yeah, yeah. to be crazy. Right, right. So although he probably couldn't figure that, he was like, "I'm already crazy. <laughs> I can't. I can't pretend to be crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's false. That's phony. <laughs> I would be like an errand boy. Two crazies equal the same, right? <laughs> can't do that." <laughs> Uh, Burt Reynolds also turned down the part Jack Nicholson played in terms of endearment which is one he really regrets crazy having turned down I bet I bet and I probably would have been better I'm not gonna lie oh you think I do huh interesting I do he would have been really good for sure yeah yeah he also was offered the Richard Gere part in Pretty Woman how about it just like Al (laughs) turn that down too remember that from 20 minutes ago now see now does that does that make the character more or less lascivious than al going from richard Gere? <laughs> do you think how about a burt reynolds Bert's somewhere more in between lascivious too yeah, yeah somewhere in between somewhere for between me the two. not yeah. as lascivious as, as, al, as al right but somewhere but less but not the charming cardboard box that richard Gere. correct is. got it yep got it uh, did you know he was offered the john mcclain role in die hard i did know that Turn that down. I uh, I think I skipped it for time's sake, but one of our guys was also supposed to be... Oh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino that's was right. supposed <laughs> to be. Yeah, that's right. It was also offered to Richard Gere, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Al Pacino. <laughs> like, there's four actors. What, what, you're offering the same role to all those guys? This is just... They're just they're just throwing dart, yeah, darts at the stars. wall now. Yeah, they act- just put a bunch of headshots up on the wall. Yeah. All the guys who make the most money. Who's been in an action movie? Yeah. These, these guys. guys bring in the box office. Exactly. Here's a stack of headshots. Start calling. Well, I think they did real well. They did. With Bruce. Absolutely. I think, of yeah. all those guys, maybe this is just retrospect talking or hindsight, whatever you call it, but uh, I, obvious, obviously the best choice. And it was it was really good fortune for him because that really launched his film yeah. career. He was yeah. just a TV actor, That's and then true. that was his big hit. That's so true. That's true. Without that movie, I don't know that he ever has a big movie career. Yeah, I mean, not, he certainly doesn't become Bruce Willis. Right, but exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, and Burt Reynolds also the, was the Han Solo. We talked about that. Come out to the coast. Have a few laughs. <laughs> <laughs> like that's I know Arnold that's Arnold Schwarzenegger in the <laughs> vent crawling through the vent <laughs> the vent is bulging because he barely fits through <laughs> yippee <Yippee-ki-yay>, motherfucker Burt <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reynolds also turned down a chance to play James Bond in 1970 wow I know which I would have loved to have seen not me no no he thought he couldn't do it because an American could never play James Bond. That's how I feel. Which is fair. Nor should he. Right, that's fair. Right? Although he would have saved us all from having to see Roger Moore play James Come Bond. Come on. What? I won't sit here for this. <laughs> Roger Moore's a great James Bond. He is. He's like Those the, movies are garbage. They are. But he's great. Yeah, he's third or fourth best James Bond for sure. Um, third or fourth? Yeah. Sean Connery's number one. I, I disagree. Who's number one? The, this guy? Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. Okay, I was going to have him too. Okay. But yeah, James, Daniel Craig, James Roger Sean Moore. Connery. No, and then I'm going um, Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Who's I think is great. Okay. And then I go Roger Moore. Yeah? Yeah. All right. 
I got Roger Moore in the two hole. Okay. 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 What about George Lazenby? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Timothy Dalton. I also oh, thought Dalton, got, he's a, pretty not good. got a fair shake. Didn't yeah. get a fair shake. Yeah, he didn't. You're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Who is who is fantastic in Hot Fuzz? If you've never seen Hot Fuzz yet, and he of is amazing. Yeah, in that he's movie. great. He's fantastic. He is great. So props to him. Uh, James Bond. <laughs> Um, and Burt Reynolds also turned down his own role in Boogie Nights seven times before agreeing to take it. <laughs> Eight times a charm, baby. Right. <laughs> I wonder why seven times. That's a crazy number. I know. To it turn really something is. down. He just, I don't know. But it was a big, a good move for him because it revitalized his movie career. Sure, sure, sure. sure. John Lithgow was an original choice to play. The Joker in oh, the Tim Burton Batman. Oh, I, I, I would have been a good Joker. <laughs> John Lithgow. His mouth is so small. <laughs> How John Lithgow's mouth is like, it's tiny. How about John Lithgow and Alec Baldwin? How in do that you movie? make the big smile with a mouth like that? Could have never played the Joker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, but how uh, about John Lithgow and Alec Baldwin or Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson? Right? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Man. I know. Uh, John Travolta, he had some good ones that he turned down. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. He turned down the title role in Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> Those look like comfortable shoes. <laughs> they do. They look comfortable to me. And he turned it down, so he, he did Pulp Fiction instead. So that was a oh, good move for well, him. Well, that's his. that was his renaissance. Yeah, he was kind of the... the uh, the alternate Tom Hanks for a while when fascinating yeah he was the uh, I guess ahead of Tom Hanks for some of these movies he was also the first choice over <laughs> Tom Hanks in Apollo 13 to play Jim Lovell baffling and in the Green Mile also baffling to play Paul I mean yeah it was very strange what yeah that's insane I know <laughs> he's a garbage man <laughs> you're a garbage man <laughs> he's never been Sent good to pick up garbage in anything no, never been good in anything. I mean, obviously you got your you got your Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, couldn't have been anybody else. I'd right. give him that one. Yeah. What else has he been good at? I mean, he's good in Pulp Fiction. Oh, sure, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. Yeah, <laughs> Jules is he's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Will Smith. He turned down the role of Django in Django Unchained. Uh, Would have been better. Yeah. Would have been better. Yeah. So much better. He didn't like it. Was it was too violent and it was too much about vengeance uh, and he didn't want to get involved in all that kind of stuff. All right, Will. Whatever. Yeah. Come on. It was like, come on, Quentin Tarantino. What do you what do you think he's going to do? Get in a Tarantino film. (laughs) He also turned down the role of Neo in The Matrix. Fascinating. Yeah. Now that would have been weird. I guess weirder than Keanu Reeves. I mean, I think Keanu's weirdness helps make the whole movie work. I love him in know? that movie. Yeah, I think he's great, and I think Keanu's great in a lot of things, like more than you do, probably. Probably, but I like him in a lot of things. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm not saying it would have been better, but right. I think Will Smith is an admirable talent. He is. So would have done something fun with it. He sure would have. Yeah. But I think it would have been like a slicker, more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, maybe, maybe would have certainly changed the tone. Oh hell me. no! That's right. right. <laughs> He wouldn't have been sort of innocent as, as just yeah, I, Keanu yeah. or something. I don't I, know something. Yeah. yeah, he does have a bit more of a swagger. Yeah, that I don't think he can easily put away. That's right. Yeah, he said about this. I'm. Uh, I watched Keanu's performance, and very rarely do I say this, but I would have messed it up. Yeah. Well, that's what you think too, right? At that point, I wasn't smart enough as an actor to just let the movie be. 
It would have been swinging, swinging for the fences. That's right. Doing too much. Right. Yeah. Julia Roberts. You got some Julia Roberts? Sure, stuff? why not? This is fantastic. Uh, some years before it became an Oscar-winning film, the screenplay for Shakespeare in Love by um, Tom, uh, uh, the great playwright Tom Stoppard was going around. Sure. And she was all set to be in it, but decided instead to be in Pretty Woman. Interesting. Uh, because she wanted Daniel Day-Lewis to play Shakespeare in that movie. Uh-huh. And when they couldn't get him, she decided not to do it. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, that she would like tie her uh, guess, involvement yeah. into an, into one of the Important other actors to work with DDL on that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I mean, he he's great, obviously. Oh, of course, I mean, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, if you have the chance, but I don't know if you say no to something because he's not in it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's a really good movie. Also, like, the kid who played Shakespeare, I don't remember who it was. It's was Rafe Fiennes' little brother, really Joseph. Good. Joseph was Fiennes. it Joseph Fiennes? Yeah, I thought he was really good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. Nicholas Cage. Here we go. Ugh. Yeah, he turned down Mickey Rourke's role in The Wrestler. Whoa. Yeah, that would have been an interesting one. What? <laughs> that does. You know why that doesn't make sense to me? Because I thought The Wrestler was born of who Mickey Rourke had become. Like I really thought. Like <laughs> right, it was almost a biographical about so him. Well, right, that it right, was right. like. Of course. And that's why he turned it down because he thought it was going to be phony. He was like, this is a guy who's a wrestler who's on steroids, messed up his life because he's on steroids. Right. And he was like, I'm going to have to take steroids to even look like a wrestler. Right. So I, this is not for me. Crazy. Makes a lot of sense. Crazy. He also turned down the role of Aragorn in The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Dodged a bullet there <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you mean that franchise dodged a bullet. Yeah, we all did. I mean, we all did. Really. Yeah, that's, we uh, as a viewing audience. That's right. Sure, <laughs> sure we did. And speaking of Mickey Rourke, uh, Tarantino originally wanted him to play the part of Butch, the washed-up uh, boxer yes. in Pulp Fiction. That would have been great. That would have been great. Not that I don't like Bruce. You know, I love him. Yeah, he's my guy, and he's terrific in that. He part. really, he is. really is. Yeah. But Tarantino sent the script to Mickey Rourke, but Rourke never read it. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy doing drugs, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. Having fun. Wasn't he, he had his Rorcasance by then, didn't he? Or no? No, I don't think he had. No, yet. not yet? No. All right. I think he was still in <laughs> dealing with nine and a half weeks Fair syndrome. Enough. Oh, right on. Or whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh, Denzel Washington turned down the role of David Mills, played by Brad Pitt in Seven. Interesting. Yeah. He said, they offered me the Brad Pitt part, but I was like, this is so dark and evil. Then when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn, Denzel. (laughs) Shit, I knew you should have taken that. He did Devil in a Blue Dress instead. Yeah, which is a weird movie. I've never seen it. It's it's Spike Lee, right? Or is it not Spike Lee? No, I don't think it is. I'm I'm confusing it with another movie of that same time period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that, though. Blues. Something like that. Came out around the same time, But that's this is like a detective story, right? Devil in a Blue Dress? Yeah, Yeah. it's like on the bayou, and it's got a bunch of like uh, sort of, uh, what do you, some Cajun voodoo (laughs) stuff going on. (laughs) You know what I mean? I sure do. You know what I mean? I sure do. Some blackened kebabs and some voodoo dolls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, who wound up getting a lot of roles that all our other guys turned down. True, true. Uh, turned down the role to play Michael Corleone in The Godfather. That's bananas. Over Al Pacino. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> That's insane. Back then, I believed that <laughs> Indians should play Indians and Italians should play Italians. <laughs> With that fucking He's, smile. Yeah. 
right? <laughs> I fucking love that. Indians should play Indians and Italians should play Italians. Yeah. I wonder if you just and shot across Pacino's bow with that. Like, <laughs> stop playing Hispanic men, dude. You're not. Right. You don't look right, it. Exactly. You don't sound it. Yeah. Stop it. And we've all come away to Jack's way of thinking. For sure. Now. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like stop uh, co-opting other people. But you're right. Uh, Back then, I don't think we thought as severely about no, that as we do no now. They'd, they'd put any kind of any color makeup on alec guinness <laughs> and make him play the, the part you know and they didn't care they didn't yeah, even no, put they, makeup on him they're they just like no just you're gonna play an arab dude yeah okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right then <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy yeah that's yeah. a good one yeah uh, that would have been a very different movie the godfather with him as michael corleone no because doubt he I, I can't i can't even imagine it no. really there's a good reason for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been a train wreck it would have been yeah michelle pfeiffer Ooh. was jonathan demi's first choice to play clarice starling in uh silence of the lambs okay yeah i don't hate that no because she was she was a huge star at the time fife was big yeah and uh she probably would she's a good actress too she would have been really good solid solid yeah. enough for yeah. that yeah jodie foster was fantastic of, of course, course but, of course uh you know she could have done it too i guess and then Harrison Ford. You're into the Fords now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a few of and these. I'm kind of going out of order a bit, but that's okay. <laughs> you? Uh, but this is more the other way. So ones that he turned down. Right. That other people got. Right. Rather than people turning down. Right, 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 right. He right. was Spielberg's original choice to play Dr. Alan Grant in Jurassic Park. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. It really does. Yeah. He would have been fantastic. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Was he just like, I'm sick of working with this guy? Well, that it was probably just, he pr- had enough just money high, at that point. Yeah, getting, earrings, like, like, <laughs> getting high and getting earrings. Too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, just too much. Like, how, how many green screens do I have to look at and be surprised by before I'm done? I guess with that's this? true. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, he also turned down the following roles. Uh, the one that Tom Skerritt played in Alien. Love Tom Skerritt. I know you do. Yeah, and Alien's a great movie. You don't like Tom Skerritt. I don't. I like him in Alien, though. I will give him credit for that. I like him in Alien. I like him in MASH also. It's kind of like before he was Tom Skerritt. I don't know what you mean by that. He was always (laughs) Tom Skerritt, and it was always beautiful. (laughs) Um, He turned down the Kevin Costner role in JFK. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would have been something. Wow. I know. That is something. Yeah. Huh. He brings a lot of the same stuff, like sort of Americana yeah. and sort of innocence to the yeah, to the part. Definitely. It definitely would have worked. It's yeah, it's still almost too similar. Yeah. Though as I think about it. Right, now, right. Right? Yeah. They both look great in a suit right. and a hat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're both good at being put upon. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Weight of the world on their shoulders That's kind right. of thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good stuff. It would have been good. Good stuff. And the role that went to James Caan in Misery. Jimmy Caan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Another just sitting there laying down looking surprised just at shit <laughs> movie. <laughs> just laying down get your legs broke. Just lay down and get your legs broke. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have liked that as much. No. I'm glad it was Jimmy Caan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, though, he is. Course. All right. How about this one? Henry Winkler. The Winks was originally uh, the the first choice to play Danny in Greece the movie. Oh yeah, over John Travolta. Sure, sure. Because he was the Fonz. You well, yeah. And of course he was like, I'm already the Fonz. Well, 
Was he already the Fonz? I yeah. don't I don't know the time. He was. He was already the Fonz. Because you know that movie Lords of Flatbush. Yeah, he plays the, They all sort of had, were like leather jacketed yeah, hoods. Yeah, it's like a like they're yeah, leather Him jacketed and hoods. Stallone and, and, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like the Fonz was born out of that. Yeah. You know? Yep. Uh, but by this point, he really was the Fonz. Really was the Fonz. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah, that's yeah, why sure. these, whoever was casting it, yeah, had yeah. zero imagination. Yeah, it was just right. like, that guy. Yeah, exactly. We gotta have, he's the Fonz. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it would I not have that. worked yeah, no. at all. No. No. No, because he's still Henry Winkler. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Little Jewish dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It exactly. worked on TV for a half an hour once a week. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Not that Grease is a good movie, but there you go. Hey. Hey. Hey, what? A lot of people like that movie, buddy. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> All right, I just got two more. Kevin Costner. What? <laughs> That's what you did. What? What? Kevin Costner yeah, turned down the role of Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption. How about it? Instead, Waterworld. <laughs> Water world. That's nobody's fault. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? That's nobody's you didn't fault. Know. It's nobody's fault. Why? Because Waterworld seemed like it could have been really great. <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah, I, I will say that the critics uh, and audiences were harsher on Waterworld <laughs> than necessary, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not the worst movie ever made. It's yeah. bad. And it's, it's not good, but Dennis it's like, Hopper, you know, and if he was already yeah. on board, and it's like epic water. Right. Dennis Hopper's the best thing in the movie. Yeah, sure. And sure. yeah. Well, aside from Jeannie Triplehorn. <laughs> hey, oh. Uh, see the gills on her? <laughs> so good. All soggy. <laughs> the whole world's made Everybody's of water. Everybody's pretty soggy. <laughs> it's true. It's true, but if they, you know, if they were like road road warrior on water, that's right. You that's, might that go was like, the pitch. That seems better. Yeah, that was the pitch, and it could have been a franchise, right? Exactly. Could have gone on and exactly. on. Water World Three. Exactly. The sponge. Who knew there was going to be that hurricane or whatever that ruined that first set that they had to rebuild? Right. 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 Like, yeah. You didn't know. Yeah. Nobody knew. Poor <laughs> Kevin Costner. But Shawshank, think of him in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I think he would have been great. I think he would too. He would have been great. Yeah, and I'm not a huge Tim Robbins guy. Like. Shawshank is definitely one I can accept him in for sure. There's a lot that I'm just like, Neh. yeah, I agree with that. A little too much. Yeah, he's either li- not enough or a little too yeah, much for exactly, me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he misses the mark often in my yeah, mind. Yeah, but he didn't in that film, which yeah, is great because it's film. a great film. He honors yeah. it. But Costner would have been awesome. He would have been. Yeah, for sure. And finally, uh, mercifully, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Of course. <laughs> Back to the Future. Whoa, what? That's right. What? That's right. Marty McFly. Kevin, we're still talking about Kevin Costner? No, 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 no. I'm talking about another actor. I'm just setting it up. Oh. Setting it up. So imagine oh. we're in Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have Michael J. Fox as Marty McFly. Right. Instead, we have Ralph Macchio. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and the, then and and uh, Michael J. Fox was only on after the other guy was doing it forever. Oh, who's that? You don't know this? No. The the guy that's in Pulp Fiction, the red haired dude. He was also in Mask. What's his name? Oh, uh, he played Rocky Dennis. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? I do. So uh, that guy was Marty McFly for like months. Like they really? have footage of him on the internet being Marty McFly. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah. This guy was Marty McFly for a long time. That's interesting. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Michael J. Fox, like Ed Harris in at the last minute <laughs> and fucking saved the franchise. He really did. Yeah. It's hilarious, too, because Michael J. Fox was like 38, you know, when they're doing this movie. You know, he was not Which is a exactly teenager. what you need. Yeah, it's true. Like someone with the sensibility to understand all of the emotional struggles of time travel. <laughs> right, right. right? Right. And not having the truck or the girl you want. Yeah. And I don't. But also looked uh, boy Like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I don't think of Stoltz as funny. And Michael J. Fox that might have been part of the problem. At being that charming, funny guy. Might have been you know part I mean? of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. Like, yeah. I love that story. <laughs> that is a good and story. And you should watch some of that Stoltz stuff. I should. Because really it's should. like, it really clues you in. It's like, wow. <laughs> Michael J. Fox really saved this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Totally. Huh. But Ralph Macchio also would have been great, I think. He would have been good. I, I think. do. I yeah. really believe that. He would have been much more like New York, like more New Jersey, yeah, New yeah, York. Yeah, hey, Doc, right? come on. <laughs> yeah, totally. Not as much Midwest. That's right. You know. That's right. But it could have worked, you know. It totally could have worked. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been fun. Yeah. So that's all I got for I you. I love it. Yeah. That's a bunch of fun movie trivia, buddy. It was. I hope people enjoyed it. Yeah, who knows? Eh, who cares? At the very least, you're uh, informed. That's right. If not entertained. <laughs> right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, uh, hopefully, we'll come back with another episode soon. Yeah, episodes are going to be our new thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, they might uh, be. Also, there might be a podcast that we should have done that we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody might talk about that someday. Maybe. On a podcast. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Until then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.